Welcome to this episode of the Context Podcast by Proofgeist. I'm your host, Martha Zink, and this is where we get to talk about whatever is going on in the FileMaker community. We've been interviewing folks who attended Pause on Air back in October, and this is the final episode of those wonderful interviews. I can't say thank you enough to everyone who made the trek to Georgia and contributed to the Pause experience, and a special thank you to those who sat with me and shared their stories for this podcast. On this episode, we start with Drew Fezenden, who tells us what makes Pause special and the importance of our community getting together. It was really meaningful to me. There were so many meaningful moments, but one that I'll share is at the end when Jason Young got up and said, and I'm paraphrasing here, what makes this conference so special, among other things, is there is a tendency at other environments to sort of sniff out who is more senior and who is more junior, and that doesn't happen here. And my advice to people who are, my advice to people who are feel that they're junior is that that feeling of needing to know more and not wanting to get held back and that never stops and that's okay. Embrace it. Again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not trying to put words in Jason's mouth, but that's certainly what I took away. And that was very meaningful because when you're in an environment with the greatest file maker minds on the planet, and let's face it, we are between Clay and Todd and Martha and John Sindelar and you know, it's easy to feel very, uh, it's easy to feel like a small fish. But this community is so encouraging and supportive, and that just comes through even more at Puzz than, than any other place where we get together. And I really loved it, and I look forward to going back. I met so many people where they just felt like they could be their authentic selves, and they could talk about coding, or they could talk about songwriting, or they could talk about woodworking or or anything and i think all of that makes us sort of who we are as as file maker people and i think pause makes us stronger as a community and that makes us better at at who we are and what we do so thank you to martha and chrissy for all the hard work i really think the location at the camp in georgia was a huge part of setting the tone and the environment just going for walks in the morning and seeing the steam rise off the lake. And you could get your Zen on, but you could jump in with people in a way that you could not at a, at a hotel. I definitely think the location had a lot to do with it. And I'm glad we're doing the next one in the same place. There were great sessions, but really what stuck with me was just the chance to get some one-on-one -on -one time with people that I felt like I knew from watching videos and, and blog posts. Uh, talking to Richard Carlton one-on-one, -on -one, talking to John Sindelar one-on-one, -on -one, and not about business. John and I had a great conversation about Doc Martens. Um, that, I think, was really one of the key bonuses for me, was just having that personal interaction, that one-on-one -on -one time with folks. If anything good came out of the pandemic, it did open a lot of people up to a new form of working and the, the importance of remote and letting people do things on their own schedules. And not everyone is a nine to five person. And the new world we live in allows people to, to thrive in that environment. But I would hate to see us lose what we get with those spontaneous interactions and just those live in person interactions. So. I'm hoping we're all moving as a society toward a hybrid type of thing. 
and I'm glad we were able to do auto enter, and I'm glad that we were able to do engage virtually. But there is something very special about getting everyone together. Again, for that spontaneity, for those conversations that just never would have happened otherwise. There is just something about breaking bread at the table, much less sitting around the campfire, <laughs> singing songs. And there's just a special energy that there's no other way to get there. I was sitting with Clay at that moment when he came over with the glow sticks, and he was talking to me about a car he was restoring, and I was having trouble making a bracelet out of my glow sticks. And some of the people at my table were helping me, and I was taking it all in that this is funny. I mean, I'm here with some great file maker minds and some great technical people. And I think about the problems that they've helped other people solve before. And what's mine is trying to make a bracelet out of these glow sticks before going off to the campfire. Where else but pause can you say that? I wasn't expecting to be at a tech conference that was pushing so much for analog, but that was very useful. I mean, it's right there in the title. It's, it's pause. Um, and I think we all do, we all have a lot to gain by stepping away from our devices and looking and talking more holistically at what we do and not having the distraction of, of having your device right on hand definitely felt woven into the whole DNA of the thing. And I thought that was a key ingredient to its success. Next, Sean Kruger talks about the unique setting of pause and how it influenced the conversations and sessions while we were all there. The, the setting definitely influences the mood of the conference. Um, you know, just having all that nature and outdoor spaces. Um, you know, that there are, there are some locations that, that do have, you know, a projector in the typical stuff you need if you're going to demo something, but then there are also, you know, things like the treehouse and <laughs> an outdoor amphitheater, you know, um, in your, your mind just clicks in a different way when you're in that surrounding. And, you know, I'm, uh, Minnesota born and bred. So I was in a t-shirt most of the time and, you know, had many comments of, you know, how are you not freezing? And I, I like the cooler temperatures. I, I was comfortable, except when sitting on that stone, it just sucks the heat right out of you. <laughs> so some of those morning sessions did get a little cold, even for me. <laughs> um, the the pause on perfection conversation was definitely, um, you know, one that one that I'm taking to heart. It's you know, we always kind of have that, you know, my biggest fault is that I'm a perfectionist, you know, kind of thing. But um, there were kind of the both sides of a conversation there that, you know, one, don't, don't spin your wheels worrying about things that you don't need to worry about, or am I working on this for myself, or am I working on this for the client? But there was also um, the other side of that coin, how perfectionism can can be a benefit, an asset, um, if nothing else, at least to know what, what the ideal is so that when you compromise, you know what you're compromising on and why, and, and to still have that goal out there to say, you know, if we had unlimited time or unlimited budget, we would do this, but you know, 
maybe that's not attainable and this is why and this is what we can accomplish so yeah, and it was, it was great to hear you know so many other people that you know have a similar story or mindset that yeah you know there are a lot of there are a lot of us <laughs> that struggle with that um if that's the right word yeah there were there were examples of you know technology how we work with it because that's what we all do but um it was just a lot of i don't know i guess psychology or philosophy of being a developer type things and i thought the format was great because it was i would say it was led by uh the two presenters um mike ross and john howell but then it, it definitely um they were open to input the whole time and then the last you know half or more was just full-on conversation in the whole room so you know even if it's not you know here i'm going to demo this thing on the screen that i'm working on um just talking about things we're working on things we're struggling with um you know there were uh, you know we had a conversation outside on the adirondack chairs about uh, audit logging and so you know that one was was fairly technical different techniques discussed but there was no screen um so it was you know good to hear what other people are techniques they're using issues they're struggling with um, and then you know that of course led to some side conversations about well i didn't know that technique was a thing and you know is that a question that's on the certification exam <laughs> you know pause was was a great experience it's um you know, I think the, the best part is just reconnecting with uh, all the people that, you know, or some of the people that we <laughs> normally see at DevCon, um, since that hasn't happened for a while. Uh, last year was my first pause. Um, so now I've done the two at, um, at the camp in Georgia, and it, it's a gorgeous setting. Um, you know, it, the theme of kind of disconnecting um, while we reconnect with, with people is great. Um, yeah, and you know, one of the things uh, from talking to you know friends when I got back about you know, hey, how was your trip and whatever, and describing you know, even people that aren't in in the industry. When I talked about the event and the location, you know someone said to me, well, it sounds more like a retreat than a conference. And it's like, well, yeah, it, it kind of is. It's, it's got that, that vibe to it. There's definitely learning and growth, but it's also just a little bit of a chance to get away. And, um, you know, I feel like the conversations this year were more, at least the ones I attended, you know, were more about um, developing yourself than developing techniques or, that kind of thing, you know, I, I didn't come away from pause with, oh, I learned this great new whiz bang technique that I can't wait to apply everywhere. You know, that, that may have been the case at, at past DevCons, but, you know, I think part of it is, you know, the, you know, the vibe of, of pause and part of it is, 
where I'm at in my developer journey. Um, so, you know, combination of those things, but yeah, it's, um, it, it's a great experience and yeah, I can't wait to go back. <laughs> Next, Marcus Swift talks about going to a tech conference that pushed attendees to go analog. I don't feel like I'm tethered to my devices. I can take them or leave them. So for me, it was fine. What I really appreciated was that, you know, if I did have to pull up my phone, I wasn't getting the stink eye. It wasn't like it was, it was bad to be on a device. And there was lots of people there working and using their laptops. Um, but to have a minute to kind of um, be encouraged not to be on it. Um, yeah, that's fine. When you're in when you're in a conference between setting the norms and and setting the rules, and I think you guys did a really good job of setting a norm without setting a rule. Uh, does that make sense? The distinction, right? Like there was still permission to be on my device if I needed to, or to to get off campus, or to skip a session, or whatever it was. It was really about, but this is what we're about, and that was also very clear. And that's not an easy line to do as an organizer. So, good on you for that. The sessions were really kind of the cherry on top, right? Like, um, what did I get out of the sessions? I, I, I put some skill sets with some names and people. So I said, okay, Joe's really good at APIs. If I get stuck with APIs, I'm gonna reach out to Joe. Uh, that sort of idea, right? Like, um, and I certainly learned, but, the best part was kind of when the, in between the sessions, you know, and meeting people and really getting to know the person behind the name on the forums or on FM Slug or wherever you're at, right? And really, really getting to know, uh, you know, having, sitting down and having a long conversation with Todd about meditation, nothing to do with FileMaker, right? and and feeling like I'm, I, me, the core of who I am, met him, the core of who he is, or anybody else, yourself. Um, um, uh, I had a wonderful conversation with so many people, right? And, and just connecting with them as human beings. That was, that was really what I wanted out, out of the experience and what, really what I got. You know, I've kind of been dabbling in in doing a consulting business and working with a local firm here. And I really just came away from saying, this is what I want to do. Like I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I have multiple different businesses and multiple different fields and they're running and they're, they're effective and, and, and that's great. Um, this is my next business. And this is what I really want to pour myself into. And, and um, going to pause uh, really confirmed and affirmed that desire and that interest. I came to meet others and I came to let others get to know me. And, and it really felt like my coming out um, event, right? Like I've been lurking in the shadows for uh, a number of years and had built up enough confidence that I felt like maybe I, maybe I'm part of this community and let's go meet some people and see if they agree. And I'm either going to fall flat on my face, but at least I'll see Georgia or, you know, I'm going to find my people. And, um, and I really, really wanted to meet people. And I really, really wanted people to get to know me. 
and to get a sense of, of a connection to a community. If you have the means and you live in the EU, you should come. If you have the means and you live in Canada, it's worth the travel. Like it is a bigger commitment to come that far and it is 100% worth it. And finally, Joe Rand tells us how he went from biking to pause to leading a session on APIs. Well, uh, I tend to take any opportunity that's not in uh, Nebraska uh, to ride my bicycle there. So I decided to ride to pause from Chattanooga, Tennessee and followed this route, it was called the Trans-North Georgia route, um, and uh, experienced as many backcountry Georgia roads as I could get. There was a big moment for me when I was crossing the Appalachian Trail and I was about an hour away from pause where I, I kind of just it's let it soak in, you know, and I, I said, I, I'm, I, I'm doing this. Like, I, I've been wanting to ride to pause. Uh, this is my second pause I've attended. And last year I couldn't make it because the storms uh, kind of bogged me down. Uh, it got really, really bad. Uh, and so uh, this year it was just such an experience to be able to actually ride to pause and pull up and complete the uh, the the tour that I wanted to do. Pause itself, you know, last year was my first year and I came in with uh, zero expectations. And so coming back for a second year. I was just really excited to meet a bunch of developers that I, I had never had a chance to talk to, uh, really just talk shop with a bunch of people that have, have had similar experiences you know, as a developer for a number of years. Um, so I, I came in with an excitement to, to, to really dive in and not just talk shop, but get to know some, some developers who I've never had a chance. And you know, being in Omaha, Nebraska, I don't have a lot of opportunities to talk to other developers uh, in the FileMaker community. So it was really just about uh, building some relationships and um, seeing wherever you know, seeing what everybody's experience is. Uh, John uh, from Portage Bay and I led a session on. Uh, it was just API, like working with new APIs. So we uh, led a discussion primarily on what everybody's experience has been with uh, integrating FileMaker with different APIs, what tools we use just kind of a general uh, long form discussion on APIs. The last year uh, at pause, we, uh, for, for you know, lack of better words, we, we made everybody hike over to the tree house, which is on the property. And uh, that was such a huge hit last year. We wanted to uh, kind of recreate that experience. And unfortunately the tree house was booked for our session. And we, so we found this uh, lakeside pavilion that was Given the fall colors and the reds and, and oranges that were popping up on the hillside, we had a fantastic view over the lake and with the background of the hills. It kind of just puts you into that, you know, fireside camp environment and everybody was really willing to chat and take in the whole experience. So it was great. <laughs> I came away myself with a couple tools that I had never heard before. And so I've been excited to integrate those into my workflows. Seeing that the other developers have, have had the same experiences, same issues, same achievements. Um, and so just being one, able to talk through those and two, uh, uh, offering myself and other developers who've had experience as a resource and really pull together to help other developers get through some, uh, some hurdles they've been having. So it was all in all, great conversation. How was the Tanner session on productivity? And that still, I think about it every day. Um, you know, what, what, 
as I look at my environment and how we've been working in the same office space for a number of years, what have I become you know, complacent with and what things should I optimize? Uh, what areas of productivity could I increase? Um, just that really making me think through um, my, my normal routines. So that was, that was a great one. A lot of great stuff to come out of that. Adam Aronson, that whole session was fantastic. And I love, one of my favorite things about being, you know, on a bicycle in remote areas is you get to experience the sounds of nature when, you know, you actually sit and stop uh, and, and uh, experience the space. And that was such a great moment for me, just to sit and experience this, the, the, the sounds that were occurring in the Georgia Appalachians with a bunch of other developers who uh, may or may not have been just as uncom uncomfortable as I was. It was great. I am not uh, artistically creative myself. I'm an old musician, and so uh, people always argue the fact that uh, I have to be artistically creative uh, as a musician. But when I look at music, it's all very mathy to me. So I love uh, I, I love calculating song structures and uh, and building out modes, things like that. Um, so for me to be uh, and, and more immersed into a artistically creative environment as a developer uh, was outside of my typical, you know, uh, uh, my, my typical personality traits. But it having do, uh, doing that as a group really uh, allowed me to try to express, you know, myself in that way. I've known, you know, Michael Sloper and the Allen and a few other developers for a number of years, so it was good to catch up. Uh, but I also got to meet some musicians who I had never talked to before, and um, there was a moment we had uh, then uh, what was it the second night where we did the campfire with the s'mores. Uh, it started raining. Every the 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 group kind of started to break up, and so uh, me and Michael and Alan started walking back to the to the cabin area, and we stopped at this gazebo, and we were just kind of chatting about life when. Uh, a, a musician and his friend pulled up with a guitar and we ended up staying there for another hour and a half, two hours, just playing music. And, and that was, that was a great moment. Like that was, I wish I could bottle that up. A lot of it is based on conversations I've had, well, I've wanted to have with other developers for quite some time. So uh, other developers that I've never met really before, like John Sindelar and uh, even Todd Geist, I've never really had, you know, uh, long conversations with. It was really pleasant to just, you know, talk shop a little bit, learn about their 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 likes, their dislikes, their hobbies. Um, uh, I love, you know, backcountry uh, back gravel and, and, like, dirt roads. And so uh, finding common ground with some of the other developers and, and hearing them you know, recommend different places. Uh, I've got a, quite a list of roads to check out now. Uh, just stuff like that. I, I really enjoy those moments where we get to explore the world and talk about that with other people and share our experiences. I would say if you're going to come in uh, um, the talk shop the whole week, you can, uh, but really allow yourself to open up to other avenues of conversation because there's a lot to be taken in uh, from other developers' experiences. Just as a reminder, this is available on YouTube and as a podcast, and make sure you check out the show notes as there are a lot of links to share there. 
If you can take a minute to pause and subscribe, we'd really appreciate it. But better yet, if you can share it with a friend, that would be pretty awesome. No matter what your role is in this community, you're proof of how amazing this Claris community really is. My job is to help spread your knowledge and your stories on the podcast. Find me on Twitter at MZ123 or at Proofgeist and let's share your story.